Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. Because the show is about to begin. From the front lines of America Babylon and transmitting worldwide on the internet and satellite, you are listening to Omega Man Radio Network with Shannon Davis. How you been since last time? Oh my, Brother Shannon. <laughs> I have been through some things since we were on last, but God is good. I have a another testimony of God's grace and mercy. and I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful to be alive, Brother Shannon. And um, God is good, you know. <laughs> yes, he is. Amen to that. Praise the Lord. Everybody, yes, sir. welcome yes, sir. aboard. This is a live program, and today is uh, Tuesday, June 13th, 2023. We've got Dr. Deborah Vells in the house. Sister Vells, would you like to open us up in prayer, and the mic is yours. Yes, sir. Father God, we love you today. Oh, Lord, we thank you and praise you, because this is the day that you've made. We're going to rejoice and be glad in it. Father God, I just thank you for all the word that has gone forth and that will continue to go forth. And we ask that you bless each minister, bless the men and women of God, fathers that continue to pour out. I thank you for Brother Shannon and all he's doing for the kingdom of God. And we ask now, Lord, that you be with us and touch us and minister, Father, by the power of God. And we thank you, Lord, and we give you praise and we give you glory and honor. Let your perfect, complete, and whole will be done. Let the word go forth today, Lord, as only you will have it, Lord. And Lord, don't allow me to say anything that should not be said. But Lord, we thank you for the word of God, that someone will be ministered to, blessed, and saved, delivered, and healed by the power of God. And Lord, we thank you and praise you for it. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, Brother Shannon, as I said, um, I'm, I'm thankful to be here today. And and I have been sharing, as the Lord has allowed me to share, since we were on, uh, Brother Shannon, um, I, I had surgery on the 18th of May. And I'll give just a little bit of this. Um, had a Had a tumor in my knee and it was taken out, the tumor, benign, and everything went well. I'm thankful for that. But I had uh, been showing signs of something else going on that I had no idea, Brother Shannon, no idea at all. And the long story short, the day after Memorial Day, I ended up in the hospital. And what they said is that I have uh, clots, blood clots in both lungs, full of blood clots. And don't quite know how that happened other than I know, number one, um, we know that, that the enemy does try to come to stop us, to slow us down, to halt. But the Lord had quickened me that morning and said, you need to get your lungs checked out. And so I thought I just had a cold, you know, just a cough and a little shortness of breath and going to the emergency and then they ran these tests. And so I was in the hospital for about three days. And the miracle to me, Brother Shannon, is that the enemy could only get so close and he couldn't snuff my breath, couldn't snuff our life out. So I really thank God for life and every day of the world. Jesus is the reason for the season. I think this is why I teach so 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 hard and and when I mean hard just I give it all my I got you know and uh, I thank God because he is at the helm of our lives if we allow him and I wanted to share with someone that you it may look like you're going through something impossible but the Lord is with you and uh, this has really stirred me to testify every day of the goodness of the Lord I ran into someone yesterday that uh, is having some troubles I didn't know this precious lady, but the Lord allowed me to lay hands on her and pray. And so even through our testimony sometime, God will open these doors and avenues so that we can be a witness and just tell somebody else of the goodness of the Lord. That's why I'm sharing this, just to say God is good. 
And I'm so thankful for uh, being able to share the word, to speak the word of God, and uh, life comes from God. And we know that um, uh, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus come to give us life and that more abundantly. When I was on the last time, my dear brother, uh, the word I shared came from uh, the Lord allowed me to share that word because of an attack, because of how the enemy attacks us. And I was in the midst of that then and didn't know it. But God is so good. The morning I spoke was the day I ended up in the hospital, not knowing uh, what was going on. And uh, what I said to the people is, I win. I want to let you know today, those of you that may be listening, you win. You're still a winner. You're the head. You're not the tail. You're above. You're not beneath. God does set open doors that no man can close. Glory to God. And no weapon formed against you will prosper. So understand, if God is with you, he's more than the world against you. And so I just wanted to share that, Brother Shannon, to to the glory of God, that God is so good. He's so kind. He's so loving. And we're walking through victorious today. And I want to let those know on the that's listening that will listen. You're victorious in the Lord. So you must keep your eyes on God. Walk in total obedience and submission to God. And keep bitterness out of your heart. Keep unforgiveness out. All these things that could pull you down and, and fear. One of the things that did not grip me was fear. God did not give us the spirit of fear. And so as going through this, the Lord reminded me of the very word that we share and we had to walk it. Glory to God. Now I put my trust totally in the Lord. He's the one that, that, that drives the car and I'm riding. And I pray that you will learn that we have to learn who is in charge of our life. It's Jesus Christ. So I thank God uh, for his um, mercy, for his healing power, and for his grace. And he graces us every single day. So I'm more encouraged to do what God has called to speak God's word, to stand for him, hallelujah, and declare the works of the Lord and the word of the Lord. This is why we're here today. So I just wanted to say that to God be the glory, and I'm honored to be here, and I thank God for all that he is doing. So having said that, I'm going to now just share what I believe the Lord wants me to share today. And it's coming from Isaiah 59, verses 1 through 8. We're going to talk about exposing the scorpion sting. Now, when you think of a scorpion, uh, it could be deadly. If you get bit by a poisonous uh, scorpion, it could sting you and cause harm. But over in God, sometimes people get stung. And these negative things that the enemy could use can take you out. So we want to expose that, get rid of it in the name of the Lord. So Isaiah 59, 1 through 8 says, Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot save, neither his ear heavy that it cannot hear. But your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. So it's sin that can cause us uh, not to hear God or God hear us. Sin blocks, and we must make sure that sin is not a factor in our lives. The Lord says here, the word says, For your hands are defiled with blood, your fingers with iniquity, your lips have spoken lies, your tongue hath muttered perverseness. None calleth for justice, nor any pleadeth for truth. They trust in vanity. Some people trust in empty things and not trusting in God and speak lies. Now, when you speak lies and don't speak the truth, oh, my, it could go very, very, very wrong. And this is one of the stings we're going to talk about in a little bit. They conceive mischief and bring forth iniquity. They hatch cockatrice eggs, weave the spider's web. He that eateth of their eggs dieth, and that which is crushed breaketh out into a viper. Their web shall not become garments, neither shall they cover themselves with their works. Their works are works of iniquity, and the act of violence is in their hands. 
Their feet run to evil, and they make haste to shed innocent blood. Their thoughts are thoughts of iniquity. Wasting and destruction are in their paths. The way of peace they know not, and there is no judgment in their goings. They have made them crooked paths. Whosoever goeth therein shall not know peace. Now I want to read Luke ten nineteen and verse 21. It says, Behold, I give you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. I thank thee, O fathers, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast hid these things from the wise and prudent, and hast revealed them unto babes. So what does power mean? Again, it means the privilege, competency, freedom, or mastery to operate with delegated influence, authority, liberty, power, right, and strength. We have the power and authority to rebuke sickness, to rebuke death, to rebuke the enemy, because Jesus has given us that authority. God gave the disciples power to walk in freedom. We have the same uh, authority to walk in freedom, authority to operate with delegated authority, and the power to ri- and right to walk in the strength of God. No matter what you may go through, you can walk in God's strength, his peace, and peace should be our portion. To tread simply means to, um, to tread down or to walk on top of. We have the authority to walk on top of the enemy. He should be under our feet, not on our back, not on the side, under our feet. All his workings have been dealt with on the cross and God teaches us how to walk in freedom, how to walk in liberty, how to walk in joy, how to walk in peace and victory because it's ours. So again, he belongs under our feet again. Oh my, I'm so thankful for that. So as believers, we should be able to trample over the enemy and his demonic forces and demons at any time. Oh my. <laughs> so uh, when people are being delivered and, and we're praying for them, uh, my goal is to see the enemy defeated and people set free by the power of God. And it's a blessing when we uh, pray with those that are bound or whatever the case may be, because freedom is our portion, liberty is our portion. Jesus died to set the captive free. So a serpent uh, represents a slick and cunning, malicious um, uh, activity. Let's put it that way. The enemy used the serpent to deceive Eve. He continues to use others into deception as a tool to be a negative influence in others' lives. And we know that scorpions sting. They sting to harm. To They release venom. And it can be uh, on a natural plane, as we said, very, very harmful. So if the enemy is allowed to strike with uh, demonic spirits or whatever, he will inject deadly venom, venom into its victim with the intent to destroy the person due to the scorpion sting. And we're going to talk about various stings coming from the Bible that could destroy our lives if we don't get a hold of it and let the Lord handle situations in our lives. All right. So scorpions are part of the family of spiders. They have eight eyes and eight legs. They kill with their tail that has a stinger on it. They do not bite. Scorpions represent the sin nature of the flesh and the carnal mind. I want to share four character traits of the enemy. Number one, temptation. The enemy comes to tempt us to sin, tempt us to get off our faith, tempt us to get into uh, things like unforgiveness and bitterness and hatred and anger and things that can really uh, put bad seeds in our lives. And then deception. The enemy, again, is the one that tries to deceive us, to deceive us off of our faith, to get us into doubt, get us into unbelief. And then number three, he is an accuser, accusation. He will accuse you falsely, slander. That's the enemy's job, okay? And then fourth, the ultimate is destruction. The Bible says again that the enemy comes to steal, 
Steal your joy. Steal your peace. Kill. Kill your dreams. Bring disappointment and destroy. Jesus is the one that comes to give us life. Give us hope. Hallelujah. And that more abundantly. So the scorpion's right pincer represents temptation. The left represents deception. So you have temptation on one hand, deception on the other. The mouth devours through accusation. And then the stinger destroys those four pieces of the scorpion. (coughs) Excuse me. Okay, the eight eyes correspond to the eight desires of the flesh and the carnal mind. The scorpion's legs represent eight roots of sin. They're the same as as our attitudes, you know, behaviors. Man or woman must overcome sin at this level. We have to overcome. Jesus overcame so we can overcome, and he teaches us how to do that. When the scorpion's legs are severed, it becomes powerless to fulfill its wicked desires. So when you overcome, when I overcome, and we crucify sinful disposition, we gain victory over the enemy according to 1 John 3 and 8. The enemy found nothing in Jesus, and this is why he died. He was able to overcome all sin and take back the keys that Satan took from Adam. John 14 and 30. The devil was powerless over Jesus because he crucified the sinful desires of the flesh. All right? And you can read about that in Luke 4. 1 through 13, and then Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. So when we place our carnal lust on the cross, the Lord liberates us from the power of sin. Now I want to read Romans chapter 6, verse 11 through 14. Romans chapter 6, verse 11 through 14. Hallelujah. Let's see. All right. The scripture says this. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Verse 12. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body, that ye should obey it in the lust thereof. Verse 13. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin. But yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. Verse 14. For sin shall not have dominion over you, for ye are not under the law, but under grace. So there are things we must do. We must not allow sin to reign in our bodies. Glory to God. I want to talk about the eight categories of sin. Taken from Revelation chapter 21, verse number 8. The Bible says this, Revelation 21 and 8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable, that's despising, and murderers and whoremongers, fornicators of fornication and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. All sin, beloved, falls into one of these categories. In order to eradicate sin, you must get to the root of the tree, uproot it so that it can no longer grow in your life. And we want to give you some examples here or categories. All right. Number one, Achan coveted and stole some of the spoils. This was an act of covetousness. His sin was stealing and idolatry. It got him in trouble, got his family in trouble, got Israel in trouble. Okay, Sometimes things we do can get others in trouble and to no fault of their own. Okay, um, Number two, Ammon. He raped his sister Tamar. He pretended to be sick, lured her into his room, forced himself on her. Okay, After he was finished, he pushed her away. 
because of his hatred for women. And you can read about that in 2 Samuel 13, 6 through 16, Deuteronomy 22, 25 and 26. Let me go back to the first one when I talked about Achan. You can read about that in Joshua chapter 6 verses 18 and 19 and then chapter 7 verses 20 through 25. Okay. So in Ammon's case, it was representative of murder, lying, and fornication. Number three, King Saul. He partially obeyed God when Samuel told him to destroy the Amalekites. Saul failed because of stubbornness and disobedience. This led to sorcery, okay, witchcraft, idolatry, unbelief, and fearfulness. You can read about that in 1 Samuel chapter 15, verses 2 and 3, and then verses 17 through 30. David, number four, David's affair with Bathsheba for into, uh, falls into the sin classification of a whoremonger or fornication, adultery as well because they were married. His fearful and vain attempt to cover up his sin comes under fearfulness, fear and lying. He also committed murder by having Uriah placed in the heat of the battle in order to be killed. He despised God in his actions. You can read about that in 2 Samuel chapter 11 verses 1 through 25 and then chapter 12 verse number 9. So when you come into agreement with demons through sin, you become subject to them. Once you repent, confess your sins and renounce the enemy's lies and strongholds on your life, he is disarmed. Proverbs 28 and 13, and I want to read that scripture, Proverbs 28 and 13, glory to God, thank you Jesus, Proverbs 28 and 13, okay, hallelujah, it says, he that covereth his sins shall not prosper, but whoso confesseth and forsakes them shall have mercy. Oh my. So covering up things will not get you anywhere. It'll make it worse. It's best to come clean. Okay. Another scripture going along with that is 2 Corinthians chapter 4 verse number 2. Demons lose their power and are subject to you through your covenant with God. Remember Luke 10 and 19. We must keep covenant with God. You can also read Exodus 23 verse 22 and 27. Okay. Now I want to talk a little bit about the four natures of Satan. Number one, he's a tempter. Satan works through your senses and passions by stimulating feelings and tempts with imaginations of sinful pleasures. The word tells us to cast down imaginations and every high thing that would exalt itself, bringing into captivity bringing your thoughts into captivity, everything to the obedience of Christ. This is something that you have to do in order to gain victory over the enemy. Remember, we have victory. We win. We have to do what the word tells us to do. You must take authority over your thoughts, thoughts that come to your mind, okay? The goal of the enemy is to entice you, to get you to sin, to get you off of where you need to be. Okay, so that he can obtain authority to spoil your goods. That's his that is his agenda. Okay. First John two and sixteen. All right. Also James chapter one verse fourteen. Number two, he's a deceiver. The enemy deceives through deceptive reasoning, lies, self justification. His goal is to steal the use of your body, whether it be by your speech, how you talk. Your confessions, the use of negative words. You know, one of the things I don't like is negativity. And I, I don't, I like that kind of thing. So I'm real careful when people start talking negative. No, no, no. No matter what the situation, no matter what the circumstance, God gives us how we're to talk, how we're to act. And, and, and I'm just of the firm believer, the word should take precedent. 
Glory to God. You speak life. You don't speak death, no matter what. No matter what's going on, no matter what situation, there's answers for everything you'll ever go through in God's word. And I'm just a firm believer to trust, rely, and depend on the Lord. Hallelujah. Okay, the enemy attempts to use your flesh and mind to please himself at your expense. And that's something he doesn't give you a choice. When you yield to him, he's going to take you on drive and he's going to take you way over somewhere where you never want to go. Okay, Romans 12 and 9. And also 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5. Number three, he is an accuser. Satan accuses you before God in an attempt to take your life whether it's naturally or spiritually. When I went through what I did, um, when this, this stuff was revealed, the Lord showed me the enemy coming at me, and he could only come so close, could not cross that line. And I'm thankful when you stay under the blood of Jesus, just like Job. Job went through a test. He went, and that's what the Lord told me. He said, Deb, this is a final for you. This is a test. Okay. Well, Lord, I thank you. Hallelujah. And and you will go through tests sometime. I'm not saying the enemy, God does not put sickness on you. He doesn't do that. That's not the issue. That ain't even what we're talking about. Job went through a trial. He went through a test, but God brought him through it. Hallelujah. You have to keep your eyes on God and know, again, who's in charge of your life. Glory to God. So the enemy can only do so much. He does not have that kind of control. Many times people are in serious bondage because they believe more of what the enemy can do than what God can do. So whose side are you on? If you're serving God, serve God. Get in there with the Lord because victory is ours in the mighty name of Jesus. Number four, the enemy is a destroyer. The enemy uses entrapments to persuade people to sin and then penalizes them for their trespasses. He delights in getting you to break God's commands. When you do this, he obtains the right to afflict you. There are some things that you should not enter into. Some agreements you should not come in, in agreement with. Okay. Thank you, Father. This is why many are sick. Sickness comes as a direct result of sin. Now, let me say this. When all this stuff hit, I went to God. Lord, what areas are wrong in my life? What have I done? Is there sin? You got to look at yourself every day of the world. We want to walk right. We want to talk right. We want to act right. We want to live right. We want to make sure there's nothing, no holes, no nothing. All right. And the Lord helps us day by day by day. I repented. I still repent. Amen. When the Lord brings things to my attention, Lord, forgive me if it's a generational curse, whatever the case may be. Did I allow doubt in unbelief? Father, did I disobey you in in an area? We have to always keep ourselves in the light of God's word and stay humble to repent of things. And this is the, the lifestyle we need to live and lead so that whatever he reveals, get it right. If it's if it's being mad at someone, you know, all of this holding grudges, all these things holding hurts. Come on, wounds, past issues that should have been taken care of years ago. Whatever the case may be, praise the Lord. We know Python, that spirit comes to snuff your breath out, comes to take your life. And we have to rebuke the enemy, rebuke him. Hallelujah. And know that God will be with you. Know that God will strengthen you. Know that God is the one that will keep you. Glory to God. So if sin is in a part, we have to deal with it. Glory to God. Whether it's inward, wounds again, as I've just said, anger, bitterness, unforgiveness, okay, uh, all these things, you have to deal with them. Glory to God. When you do, you give the enemy. uh, Sometimes we can give him a legal right when we hold on to things, hold on to grudges, refuse to, you know, obey 
Uh, partial obedience is disobedience. We must obey God to the fullest. We must yield over to God. We must not yield over to the flesh, okay? Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Ghost. So in our temples, we must keep holiness. We must keep clean and we must keep pure. The enemy rejoices when people are destroyed, Okay, Jesus didn't come to destroy. He came to give us life. Now, let me give you some scriptures. You can read these. Psalm 94 and 20. First Corinthians chapter 10, verse number 10. Hallelujah. Listen, we're going to explore these eight categories of sin taken from Revelation 21 and 8. Revelation 21 and 8. We already read the scripture. Number one, idolatry. Idolatry carries with it the lust of the eye or love for wisdom sometimes. It is a root, is rooted in the love of money, knowledge, and covetousness. Idolatry breeds grief, sorrow, loneliness, and selfishness. Some spirits that rule with this are error, and there's a lot of error. Spirit of Antichrist going against the Lord, heaviness, which is depression, rejection. Some common sins also in this area. What about theft, fraud, gambling? Some people feel that, you know, they can play, play these lotteries and gamble, take risks with their money, you know, all these things, cheating, uh, over indebtedness. Okay, we have to be careful how we spend our money that we're using it wisely, being good stewards, evil imaginations, and child neglect. This is just idolatry. God hates idolatry. He will judge it if it is in our lives. We must take a look at all this stuff, okay? Each time the children of Israel went after other gods, they were destroyed. God doesn't like it. Okay, read the book of Jeremiah. You'll see even the judgment of God that came because of the people refusing to repent, refusing to get right with God. God doesn't like idolatry. Okay, number two, whoremonger. A whoremonger carries with it the lust of the eye or the desire to conquer. Now this this really, uh, you could get into a lot with this, but we're not going to go there today. The root of this is low self-image, uh, a low self-image of oneself, okay? The passion behind this is inordinate affection, okay? That word means it is a passion that is unholy, so the person is bound by this demon, perverted, and does not know how to love out of a pure heart, some spirits that rule along with this are slumber, whoredoms, gluttony, and guilt. Some strongholds that come because of a person being bound by this are compulsive and impulsive sexual behavior, vile, excessive affections. Okay, so other areas, common areas in this is fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, homosexual acts, fetishisms, and overeating. Okay, number three, fearful. Fear, fear carries with it the lust of the eye or the love of life more than God or more than for God. It's rooted in the fear of death and faithlessness. It carries the fear of death, faithfulness, faithlessness, I'm sorry, and coward. Uh, a coward, being cowardly, okay? The passion behind this spirit is dismay and cowardice, inhibitions, insanity, and torment. Some strongholds because of this spirit are fear of man, superstitions, and instability. Number four, unbelieving. Unbelief carries with it the lust of the eye, or the lust of honor, or praise of people. It's rooted in self-will. The unbelieving is stubborn and refusing to hear. Some spirits that rule with this are perversion, deaf and dumb spirit, slowfulness and defiance. The passion behind this spirit is heresy, selfishness, procrastination, performance-oriented, and laziness. Now you could do a study on these. Praise the Lord. We don't want to be unbelieving. 
and procrastination really can cost you because when you put things off, putting it off to another day, I'll do it tomorrow, I can do it next week, we can miss out. We don't want to do that. People who do not believe are lazy and will not move forward. Okay. Some other strongholds are arguing, wastefulness, and proselytizing. Number five, lying. Lying carries with it the lust of the eye or love of self-image. It is rooted in self-deception and hypocrisy. Some spirits that rule with this is divination and deception. The passion behind this is backbiting, deceitfulness, and divination. Also false prophecy, okay, boasting, and performance orientation. Some strongholds from this can be slander, gossip, false prophecy, and also a conish spirit. Trying to get over on someone, okay? All seated and lying. Number six, abominable. Abominable carries with it the lust of the eye or the love of self-esteem to think more highly of oneself. It's rooted in self-justification and self-righteousness. Some spirits that rule with this are haughtiness, blindness, a critical spirit, and strife. The passion behind this spirit is arrogance and pride, mocking and scoffing, contention, a critical disposition, and prejudice. Some strongholds of this spirit also are hostility. They're hostile to virtue, accusers of others, scornfulness, strife, racism, and slander. Just a little bit about being abominable. Oh my. Number seven, murder. Murder carries with it the lust of the eye or love of revenge. It is rooted in bitterness and hatred. Some spirits that rule along with this are envy, unforgiveness, jealousy, and hate. So the passion behind this is grudging, cruelty, unmerciful, betrayal, and malicious lies. Now, if you find yourself in any of these... Beloved, I encourage you to repent. We must repent. We must ask God to clean us up. We don't want any of these eight characteristics of the enemy of the scorpion sting to have place in our lives. Finally, number eight, sorcery. Sorcery carries with it the lust of the eye or love of dominion. It is rooted in a love of independence and rebellion. Some spirits that rule along with this are witchcraft, infirmity, anger, and control. We must be careful of that spirit of control, manipulation, and domination. The passion behind this is a spirit of murmuring and complaining, profanity, cunning manipulation, charm, flattery, tears, and bargaining. Some strongholds because of this spirit are drunkenness, drug addiction, bribery, vandalism, violence, cursing, hypochondria, and speaking against leaders. In order to receive deliverance from these spirits, you must come to grips with the area or areas in your life that need deliverance. Be honest with yourself and with the Lord. Be willing to forgive. Renounce and repent. Make a change by completely turning and going in the opposite direction. Once you do this, the demons no longer have a legal right to remain and they must be eradicated or evicted. And I'll say and or evicted. The doors must be closed to demonic activity. And those areas in your life must be surrendered to God so that he can fill those areas with the Holy Spirit. Beloved, the Lord does not want us poisoned by the scorpion sting. It is my prayer 
that as this word has gone out, that we will check our lives. Allow God in every area of your life. If you know you have open doors, let God in these areas. These eight areas here, very, very vital to our life. We do not want to be unbelieving. We don't want to walk in fear. No idolatry idolatry should be in our lives. And definitely we don't want no whoremongering, inordinate affections, lying, abominable. We don't want to murder with our tongues. You know, all murder <clears throat> is not uh, taking a weapon and killing someone. We can kill people with our tongue, what we say, and the person doesn't have to be in your presence to be hit by these types of bullets and these types of daggers, if you will. And definitely sorcery, you know, complaining and murmuring and you know, controlling, as we said. So we must take a look at our lives. Allow the Lord in. Allow Him to flush you. Allow Him to cleanse you. Allow Him to purge you. Allow God in every area. You know, there are people, leaders even, that do a lot of these things, that talk any kind of way. Well, don't, in other words, they don't, see any harm, for example, in cursing, swearing, getting upset, and just saying words that they should not say. These words will um, contaminate you and defile. And the Lord doesn't want us defiled with our tongue. He wants our tongue to be seasoned with salt. And He wants our lives to be flushed and purified. Glory to God. He doesn't want us filled with slander, hatred, you know, bitter bitter judgments. You know what I'm saying? So the Lord loves each and every one of us and we must take inventory of our lives. I'm going to pray here now and um, if anyone, uh, if you don't know the Lord, I want to encourage you. You can get to know Jesus. Jesus loves you. He cares. He does. He has your best interests at heart, but he wants you to give everything over to him. Surrender your life. If you know that Jesus is not in your life, but you want to accept him, you confess him. You Repent of your sins. Ask the Lord to come into your life and change you. He will do it. He will bring change in your life. Hallelujah. The peace that you need, the contentment that you need. Glory to God. The Lord will do it because he is so faithful. Lord, we thank you today. Father, I thank you for your word. I thank you, Lord, for revealing truth that comes to set us free. Lord, right now, there may be someone, and please feel free to Pray this with me. You say, Lord, I acknowledge and I confess my sin. I ask you to forgive me. Cleanse me and deliver me. Forgive me for all of my sins. I ask you, Lord, to cleanse me. And I ask you to uh, forgive me for allowing the enemy to operate in my life. I renounce every spirit that has had control of my flesh. And I commit my life to you now. And I ask you to come in and change. And Lord God, I thank you for that. In Jesus' name. Now Lord, those that may have prayed that prayer, I pray now that Lord you would touch them. That you will minister right now. There may be someone that needs to recommit their life. Lord, and I pray right now that they will recommit their life to you. In the name of Jesus. We thank you Lord for your word. We thank you, Father, that you came to set the captive free. So right now, in the name of Jesus, I bind the spirit of idolatry. I bind the spirit of fornication and fear, unbelief and lying, abominable uh, acts, despising practices, murder and sorcery. I command all these spirits to go in the name of Jesus. We come against rejection heaviness, depression, the Antichrist spirit, in the name of Jesus. We command them to go now. We command guilt and gluttony, the spirit of whoredoms, to go in the name of Jesus. We command confusion and anxiety, 
faithlessness and bondage to go now in the name of Jesus. That one that's feeling so heavy, we pray God a releasing now in Jesus' name. Even mental bondage, we come against it now. Father, remove the bands off the mind and Lord, give clarity, clarity of thought in Jesus' name. Thank you, Father. We command defiance and slowfulness to go. We come against all stubbornness, rebellion, and disobedience. We command to leave now in the name of Jesus. We command deception, divination, and hypocrisy, hypocrisy to go now in Jesus' name. We come against all strife, critical spirits, bitterness, and blindness to go now in the mighty name of Jesus. Even bitter root judgments, all slander, gossip, defamation of character to leave now in the mighty name of Jesus. We command hatred and jealousy and unforgiveness to go in Jesus' name. I pray, God, that you would minister to those that are bound by unforgiveness, bound in passion issues stuck Lord God and Lord I pray that you would uh, get them out of that area in Jesus name I even come against excessive grief mourning in Jesus name mourning over things that happened years and years ago I pray a freedom and a release for the people of God for those Lord that are praying those that are crying out to you in the mighty name of Jesus so we come against all controlling spirits manipulating dominating spirits all anger and infirmity rebellion and manipulation all witchcraft familiar spirits divining spirits to leave now in the mighty name of Jesus and Lord we pray healing in every area healing in the mind the soul the heart go down in father god and do a flushing a cleansing and even physical healing in the mighty name of jesus where kidneys may be affected the the liver may have been affected um brain activity affected arthritis due to anxiety due to fear due to stress we come against these things now in jesus name father god we pray healing from the top of their heads to the sole of their feet and everywhere in between. We thank you, Lord, that you came to heal. You came to heal the brokenhearted. Go down in and bring healing to woundedness in Jesus' name. We thank you, Father God, even those that may have been abused, whether it's a physical, verbal, Lord God, in Jesus' name. Neglect, we come against all neglect. We thank you, Lord, for restoration. We thank you for restoring mind restoring relationships father families lord god in the name of jesus and we thank you for the life of god we thank you for victory in the name of jesus lord we believe your word we take you at your word and father we thank you now hallelujah for truly jesus you did come to set the captive free i pray freedom i pray liberty and healing right now in the mighty name of jesus go down into the marrow down into the the, the very inners of the people's heart, mind, soul, emotions in Jesus' name. And we thank you for restoration, reconciliation. We thank you for victory. We thank you for health and wholeness in Jesus' mighty name. We love you, Father, and we will continue to give you praise, give you honor, and give you glory for it all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless every one of you. God bless you, Brother Shannon. Powerful teaching today with Dr. Deborah Vells called Exposing the Scorpion Sting. Sister Vells, I want to pray for you before we close. And I got a question for you. Yes, sir. Before I do that, I yes, want sir. you to give out your contact information. And how can people follow your ministry and how can they support your work? Give that out, please. Yes, sir. So if anyone would like to know more information about our ministry, uh, Brother Shannon, they can um, go to setfreeoutreachministries.org. All of our information is there, contact information. But more importantly, if they want to email us comments or questions, even prayer requests, please email us at setfreeblackwell at gmail.com. Now, we are... Um, 
broadcasting on YouTube. Apostle Deborah Vales is our YouTube channel. All of our services are being streamed there. And even teachings that we're doing, Brother Shannon, during the week when the Lord, right now, I can't do our midnight prayers, uh, but I am coming on periodically during the day. And, um, and so I do thank God we're still broadcasting and going on, Brother Shannon. I just thank God for it. But they can contact us at setfreeblackwell at gmail.com. If anyone would like to support our ministry financially, you can do so by going to our website, setfreeoutreachministries.org. We do have a donate button there. We also have um, our cash app, dollar sign Deborah A. Vales. We have Vimno. And we have Zelly, and our Vimno is connected with Apostle D50 at gmail.com. Both of those, Apostle D50 at gmail.com. Sister Bills, let me ask you a question based on what you said at the beginning of the program uh, going into the doctor recently. Um, are, do they have you on any kind of uh, medication for blood clots right now? Yes, sir. They did put me on a thinner. I When I went in the hospital, they initially put me on heparin. Okay. I was on that for two days. And then they uh, changed the medication to a pill form. And um, Are you taking based anything on, currently? Yes, sir. What are you taking? Uh, heparin, yes, sir. Coumadin, I'm, warfarin? I'm, what have they got you on? Okay, we're taking, okay, right now, Eliquis is what we're taking it did not want to put me on Coumadin and I didn't want to be on that okay and so uh, right now we're taking Eliquis Eliquis okay blood clots are prolific right now and the reason I asked you about that is um, I'm taking mm-hmm. an enzyme right now I've been using this for a number of years it's called okay. nat- natokinase enzyme there's a sister enzyme to it it's called serapeptase and uh a friend of mine, Anthony Hilder, uh, told me about 20 years back that uh, if you can survive a heart attack and cancer, you're going to live a long life. I never forgot that because um, that hits most people at some point uh, today. Mm-hmm. And so he said, I want you to look at this enzyme called serapeptase. Now, at the, at the time he recommended that to me, I was involved as a uh, herbal formulator with a particular product that was at market we were looking for the next best thing um, and so I began to study this serapeptase enzyme and uh, Anthony and I actually uh, went to market with a product in 2003 which was the world's uh, most potent serapeptase enzyme it was a 40,000 IU capsule and um, I've been studying this for about 20 years Later, I learned about uh, another enzyme called natokinase. And uh, these enzymes, basically, in a nutshell, the serapeptase and the natokinase, um, they go through the bloodstream like a Pac-Man, if you will. And they begin to dissolve Mm -hmm. non-living tissue. Serapeptase is uh, for inflammation um, and arthritis. And then the natokinase is more cardiovascular. And um, scientists discovered these things in the lab you know God creates a silkworm right to um, Mm -hmm. go through a process where it goes from the silkworm to the butterfly and part of that process is when it's in the cocoon it excretes an enzyme called uh, serratia something E15 or something I forget the name serratia peptidase excuse me which is the long Mm -hmm. form name of serapeptase enzyme and um, what it does is it allows it to punch a hole through the uh, cocoon and come out as a butterfly. Well, they found out in the human mm. body, it goes after anything that's inflammation <laughs> and dissolves it. And so it'll clear sinuses out. Um, and I said, well, this is interesting. Let me try this. So we made it and began to sell it. Ran out of it at one point, and I had a lady contact me and said, uh, I got to get some, like immediately. I said, uh, what's the rush? She said, I just ran out. She says, for the first time in over 10 years, I was able to get my wedding ring off my finger. It's helped me with inflammation. I had another guy contact me mm-hmm. and said, uh, is there something mm-hmm. wrong here? I said, what do you mean? What happened? He said, I had a complete clearing of my sinuses. I battled with sinus and mm-hmm. inflammation for years. Mucus, clogged mm-hmm. sinuses. It just cleared it all out. And I thought, these are my two God. powerful 
you know, uh, testimonies that people have written. Now, um, I then heard about the natokinase, which the Japanese discovered, which comes out of natto, which is something that they eat. Uh, it's, uh, it's derived from soybean. And that's more for cardiovascular. Some studies tend to believe that it dissolves clots. And there's been a lot of talk about, you know, um, ways to battle clots uh, in the past mm-hmm. couple of years because a lot of people have been getting them. My uh, father-in-law mm-hmm. had a clot hit him and he uh, had a stroke uh, two months ago. Mm. And Oh, my. Uh, of course, what you do is you go in there and they're going to give you uh, one of those drugs that we just mentioned. Um other people are taking a, a baby aspirin every day, you know, to prevent strokes. They're worried about cardiovascular help. So I know what the, the doctors offer out there, but I was interested in enzymes because I had a lady who I met named Leah Duet uh, 20 years ago that I was introduced to through a friend named Benjamin Brook. Many of you know him from the program. And I was out visiting him in California. He said, I want to take you over this uh, homeopathic uh, clinician. And we went in, and they had this mm-hmm. um, thing called the dark field microscope, which is a very high-powered microscope. And they take a prick of your finger, put the blood on a slide, mm-hmm. and they put it on this high-powered microscope. And you can see down uh, to the uh, cellular level. And you can see your white and red uh, uh, blood cells and corpuscles and all that stuff. And you can look at the actual blood flow. And it was amazing. Mm. And uh, she said, um, wow, uh, you have what looks like, uh, you know, sticky platelets, real low. Uh, We ought to put you on Mm -hmm. some enzymes. So she got me on this enzyme, and it was a protease. And protease is an enzyme which uh, goes after any excess protein. And uh, cancer can many times camouflage itself with a protein coating so your natural killer cells don't see it and attack it. But if you take protease at night, it's a metabolic enzyme. And it will go through and dissolve excess protein, including protein sheaths on these cancer cells. And then your natural killer cells can mm-hmm. hit it and go after the cancer. So uh, it was explained to me this way, um, long story short. Um, enzymes are like mini dynamite. Uh, they're powerful. God mm. created them. Our body mm-hmm. makes enzymes. Sometimes we don't get enough enzymes. And they've been around mm-hmm. a long time. Um Hans Napier, who got like a Nobel Prize, did research on enzymes. And so for 20 years now, I've been interested in what can we do to battle clots? And what alternative ways can we uh, use some of these enzymes to clean up our system? So for years now, over 20 years, off and on, I take enzymes at night. And what you do is you take them at bedtime uh, before you go to bed with some water. And so like last night, every day, basically, I'm taking a nanokinase. It's one capsule. I'm taking a serapeptase, and then um, maybe sometimes you eat too much food and you need something to digest that excess protein. I take like a um, uh, uh, like a, a broad spectrum uh, uh, enzyme. I said all that to say this. I sent you an article, and uh, it's an actual okay. medical study. And I want you to go in when you talk to your doc- doctor and show them this, and see what they think about putting you on some natokinase. Uh, but you can't take okay. that. If you're taking the other, and he may say, "Don't do it." Just stay I got on, you. Stay on this. What do you call it? Uh, Eloquil. Eloquil. Eloquis. I'm. Uh, I'm going to talk to my wife here soon, and um, we've seen no improvement with her father. And uh, he can't talk yet. He can sit up and he can move one arm, but uh, that's unacceptable. So I'm going to try to get him on these enzymes myself. I said all that to say this. Okay. Uh, I believe you know God created these enzymes, and. Um, Yes. Uh, we're seeing a lot of people get attacked here. So um, I praise the Lord for anything we can do to fight against this. Yes. And, and so, again, I'm not just recommending this blindly. People need to do their own study. And if you're on other medication, yes, you may not be able to take it. But I personally am taking the enzymes. Um, and I think that they're okay. powerful. And I take them both at night. Um, something else I wanted to tell you. About two hours ago, uh, we had our, I started mm-hmm. our first program, and for some reason, I think it was the Holy Spirit. Now that you just brought this message, exposing the scorpion sting, mm. I happen to be going through my mm-hmm. hard drive, and I've got this hard drive that I've been meaning to sort out. It's called 
I just put everything on there I need to sort. I mean, I've got all kinds of files on there that at some point I got to sort mm-hmm. out. And somehow or another, I believe it was the Holy Spirit, I ended up looking in one of my directories and I find this um, PDF of a book that I haven't looked at in a very long time. It's a deliverance manual by the late J. Marcus Haggard. He worked with Wynn Worley and he died about 1984. And I was given a copy of this mm. and I scanned it and turned it into a PDF and I thought, you know, um, I'm going to circle back around because I've been meaning to compile everything I can find on Marcus Haggard and try to collate it. And I have a big collection now of uh, many of his publications and audios. But what's interesting, the reason I mentioned this, I'm going through this two hours ago, just scanning it, and I said, man, I need mm. to read this manual. I've never really read it. Wow. I'd saved it. Right. And God took my okay. eyes down uh, through the document, and for some reason, I saw Scorpion. And I stopped there for a while. Oh, my. And so I think that was for me, and it's for you. Uh, this isn't a coincidence, yes. I don't think. Let every word be established in the mouth of two or three witnesses. Yes. I had no idea you were yes. preaching tonight on exposing the scorpion sting. And two hours ago, I'm looking at that very wow. document by Dr. J. Marcus <laughs> Haggard. And one of the things he's dealing with is fighting scorpions. Uh, My God. Scorpions. So there's something for you and there's something for me there. I'm going to send you a copy of yes, this. Sir. and. Uh, pray about it. I don't know what God is trying to show us all, but, you know, he says, yes, I give you yes. power to tread on serpents and scorpions over all the power of the enemy. Yes. Yes. And I haven't really heard anybody oh talk is... about the scorpions, but you're on the right track yes. here tonight is my point. With Praise this. God. I so, thank God. I don't know what he's trying to show us, but I'm going to send it to you. But, um, Amen. Folks, lift up Dr. Vells with me in prayer tonight. May we go ahead and pray for you. And uh, we yes, pray sir. one for the other. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this word tonight on exposing the scorpion sting. God, you're trying to show us something. That was not an accident that yes, I found Lord. that article. Thank you, Lord. And I'm asking you right now, Father God, to bless Dr. Vells. Yes, Sister Vells, we speak thank to your you, body. Father. We rebuke any blood yes, clotting. Lord. In the name of Jesus, you, we command the clots to dissolve safely. Yes, Lord. We command any tumor to dissolve in the mighty name of Jesus yes. Christ. We rebuke the enemy Thank coming you, against you. Try to yes. stop your ministry. Yes. We rebuke all spirits of death and destruction. We command it to loose and go in Jesus' name. We break any word curse that's been spoken against you. We break any witchcraft yes. sent against you and loose you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You shall live and not die and declare the works of the Lord Jesus. Father God, yes, Lord. we're asking that you would send your word and touch her tonight yes, heal her. Lord. You sent your word in the past and healed people. We're praying it tonight for Dr. Yes, Bells, for me and my Lord. family, for Budiman, yes, and for others out there, for Sister Jerry McGee, Lord, needs a healing tonight in the yes. mighty name of Jesus yes. and others. We're asking this tonight, Father God. You said we're two or three gathered. Thank you are Lord. in the midst. And we're asking this for Dr. Bells tonight. We speak to your body and say, be healed and made whole in Jesus Christ's name. Yes, Lord. Anything Jesus the Lord name. Jesus Christ has not Amen. planted in you, me, or any of us yes, be uprooted Lord. and loose right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We yes, thank you, Father Lord. God. Touch her. We command all blood flow to go to normal. No blockages. Yes. And we command any tumor yes, Lord. that may exist to disintegrate in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Jesus. We, okay, we're My back. God, I tell you. Folks, continue to lift up Dr. Vell's until we get the praise yes, report. Thank you, Jesus. God's already working on her yes. behalf. And uh, I just want to tell you, I love and appreciate you. We're going to keep praying. And I'm going to find this document. Thank you, sir. God wants to show us some more on the scorpion sting. Uh, one more thing, mm-hmm. and then I am going to jump because we got Carl Henderson coming up next. Once again, God had me on a search, apparently. I was looking for a book, and I got on Amazon, and somehow I found this, and I stopped and looked. There's a video documentary i'm not recommending people watch it because i haven't watched it but it's called the rainbow serpent the rainbow serpent is a powerful ancient energy current that travels around the world from uluru which is ayers rock australia linking planetary chakras the aborigines listen this knew this serpent well uh, this is a description of some uh, video it's an occult subject dealing with the rainbow serpent. My God. And then God quickened my memory 
to a video that I watched when I came back from Haiti in 87, and there was a movie that mm-hmm. hit the theaters literally maybe two weeks after I got back from a trip to Haiti. There's a video called The Serpent and the Rainbow. And it was about a tetratoxin that people would touch and it would knock them out and they would be near death and they would bury them and bring them back as zombies. And they never died, but they didn't get enough oxygen to the brain and this chemical um, caused them to feign death. And then in this movie, this man is looking for the zombie powder. Now, it's based on a true story by an ethnobotanist named Wade Davis. Where am I going with this tonight? I see the rainbow serpent. Clearly, there's a (laughs) cult power connected to that. I remembered the voodoo movie on the serpent and the rainbow. And what are we looking at this month? The month of the pride month? Mm -hmm. And the devil has Mm -hmm. tried to corrupt the rainbow of God? And I I just thought, I need to add this to the demon hit list. We know about Kundalini demons. Yes. What about this rainbow serpent? I think there's something more here to delve into. I don't know, but I think it needs to be studied out because there's an occult attack combined with the rainbow, combined with Pride Month. The rainbow is is their symbol for this uh, sodomite movement that is marching on Mm. the land right now, and we need to fight back in the spirit against the rainbow serpent. So... I don't know where that's going to go, but I'm just sharing with you what I found tonight. I think it's for further investigation. Maybe God shows you something about it later. Dr. Vils, love you. I'm going to dig out this document on the Scorpion, and I'm going to send it to you later. God's trying to show us something. Yes, sir. And you're already on that track. Yes, sir. What a great message tonight. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Lord. Love you. Yes, sir. Talk soon. I love you. God God bless. bless.